we have just heard once again the words from Jesus' foremost sermon, the Sermon on the Mount. And as Jesus speaks, he addresses three primary foundations of Jewish piety and practice, giving alms, praying, and fasting. Jesus wants his disciples to know how to do the right thing in the right way for the right reason. So we too, during this most mindful season of the church year, we desire to do the right thing in the right way and for the right reason. During this season and with these ashes, we are reminded that everything, every thing is transitory. As though we really needed reminders. Years ago, I had a friend who would often respond to some of my more obvious statements or conclusions by saying, well, Jim, you have a firm grasp of the obvious. So during Lent, and especially on Ash Wednesday, we have a firm grasp of the obvious, that we are dust, and to dust we shall return. And as a corollary to that, we don't have forever. We don't have forever to do all that we are called to do, to love all those we are called to love, and to be all that we are called to be. And yes, we are dust, but we're not just dust. Richard Rohr, my favorite loving Franciscan, writes, when we've gotten too comfortable with our separate self, and we call that life, we will get trapped at that level, and we will hold on to it for dear life, because that's the only dear life we think we have. Unless someone tells us about the bigger life, or we've had a conscious connection with the deepest ground of our being, we will continue to live as though we are separate from God. The final stupendous gift is that our separate selves become the raw material for our unique version of our true selves. Our ordinary lives and temperaments are not destroyed or rejected. They are transformed. And that transformation begins with repentance, turning around, daily repentance, returning to our baptisms and drowning the old Adam, our irritability and our resentments, our grudges and our self-centeredness, our curved-in-on-itself nature, submerging all of that into the living waters of our baptism. Daily, as the prophet Joel reminds us, we rend our hearts and not our garments. We return to the Lord, who is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. And abounding in steadfast love. Even when we're not easy to love, God's going to stick it out with us. And God is a jealous God. When I was a youngster, I was always concerned about that line in the catechism. I thought to myself, what does God have to be jealous about? Doesn't God already have everything? But in my seven-year-old mind, I had confused jealousy with 
envy. Envy is when you want what someone else has. Jealousy is when you think somebody else wants what you've already got. And so, God is not going to let anyone else have what is already God's. Infinite love is not going to let go of the beloved or hand the beloved over to anyone else. As we hear clearly from Jesus in St. John's Gospel, my sheep hear my voice and they know me and no one is going to snatch them out of my hand. We return, we rend, and we renew. Along with the psalmist, we ask, let me hear joy and gladness that the body you have broken may rejoice. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. Open my lips and my mouth shall show forth thy praise, as we used to sing years ago. We are dust, it is true, but we are not just dust. We are rather part of a bigger life. We are not destroyed or rejected. We are transformed. In my family home where I grew up, my mother would oftentimes have poems or little proverbs or sayings clipped from various sources and taped to the inside of cupboard doors in the kitchen. One of the poems that was taped there, rather brittle and yellowed with age, said, Only one life twill soon be past. Only what's done for Christ will last. And so we are reminded of that beautiful passage that I have quoted to you folks over and over again, which says, blessed are they, blessed are they, for they shall rest from their labors and their works do follow them. We rend our hearts, we return to the Lord, we renew our baptismal vows, all in order that we can do all we are called to do that we can love all those we are called to love, that we can be in this life all we are called to be. Beloved, we are God's children now. It does not yet appear what we shall be. Let us pray. Most gracious and holy one, we begin today a period of inner reflection and self-examination. These days stretch before us and invite us inward to that silent holy space that holds your spirit. These 40 days beckon us to see our lives through Christ's eyes and to see the truth and reality of your love incarnate. Give us the grace to enter the space of these days with anticipation of our return to you, now and in eternity. And when we open our souls to your presence, may your loving kindness fall over us and find a path into every place of our hearts. We ask all this for the sake of your steadfast love. Amen.